Welcome to the third episode? Third episode. Of Into the Gray. I feel like we're on the fourth episode. Third episode. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait, maybe we are four. Yo, you're right. It is four. See, this is what happens <laughs> when you get older and you become more gray. You forget things. And apparently we forgot this. So <laughs> this is the Into the Gray podcast and... We are talking today about the third shade of Into the Gray. Who are we? I'm Judy. Do no. you not remember who you are? <laughs> well, the people Again. listening, they're new to us. so Again, you know. this is why we are talking about gray matters because we can't remember anything. And <laughs> we're old. <laughs> we're not old. We're old. We're yeah. older. We're older. We're, we're in our 50s. We're so more we're old. seasoned. World. Like a wine, fine I mean, wine. I mean, I'm I'm accepted, uh, accepting of that. So we're good. So today, the third shade of gray is what we really want to talk about. Really, what is probably the, um, I'll say, meat and potatoes of our of our podcast, and it is gray, um, gray learning. That you, I don't even know if that's what I want to call it. Is it gray learning? I, I like that term. It's like uh, exploring the things that traditionally are black and white and going, you know what? Things aren't always as cut and dry as we would like them to be or believe that they should be or our expectations say they should be. And what we've discovered over the time is that there's a lot of gray area as you're moving through life. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's like things aren't black and white and gray is where the growth is, where the learning is. And as much as it would be easier to have it black and white, right and wrong, truth and error, all of that. Sure. I think it would be easier if we could just be robots and think of it that way. Be, life would be easier. We'd like, oh, this is what's happening and this is uh, what's right about it. And this is what's wrong about it, period. But guess what? It would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> it I, would because well, you'd always know what to do. Well, right. That's predictable. Right. Predictab is it predictability? Yeah. That's a word. Okay. It would be so predictable. Your life would be predictable. It would be boring. Yeah. It would be totally boring. And that's not what life is. So, guess what? Life is gray. And you think about it, your best memories come from those gray areas where you had to figure something out. I was going to say, would you call them best memories? I don't, I, I yeah, that's great. That's, that's a good, that's how you would no, describe it. That's they're great. They're not the best. I, I'm saying more impactful memories. Yeah. I was going to say it did make an impact, um, memorable in the sense that you remember them Yes. because you learned and you understood from those times where things were probably more challenging and gray area doesn't have to be challenging. It just is, um, I don't actually, actually life is gray. I think, and I don't want to say period because that would be absolute and absolute things. Um, don't, I think absolute things in my opinion, don't have room for growth. And that's what we want to talk about today about things that helped us grow. So you go first. <laughs> of course, you're going to toss the ball over at me. It's like, all right, how's he going to manage this? You know, I, what do you mean by that? You already <laughs> knew that I was going to toss it to you. I figured you'd take the ball and run with it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting to reflect back on 
different experiences of life. I thought about, you know, not only our experiences, but also things that I've learned along the way. I've thought about the way a lot of science is being challenged nowadays. And, and I was actually thinking about how until you're put into a situation where you have to question what you believe, what you've quote known your entire life, you don't start asking the meaningful questions that help you discover what you truly believe who you truly are. And it's those moments that you have to look inward as well as outward and question what you've been taught, what you've experienced, what you've been doing and go, right, is this the right way for me? Is it the right way for my family? And when you have those moments that really force you to look inward, that's when you grow the most, I think. It's where you discover the core values of who you are and who you want to be. But it's not until they're challenged that you don't really make them part of you. Well, I like that because it's a time of, I think our lives um, and definitely different stages of our lives, like as an infant, you know, toddler, as you're growing up, you know, as a child, then teenager, adult, and you know, all that, the different seasons as adulthood, it's like, I think about when you said questioning, you're going to question throughout your entire life. What am I do for my career? What am I going to do? I don't know, school stuff, all that. What am I going to do in college? What am I going to do for my family? How am I going to navigate um, the situation with a child? I mean, there's so many things every day that you're questioning, right? Um, and trying to come up with solutions. But I like that you said that when you can question, or at least this is how I understood it, when you start questioning, it's not a bad thing. That's that's what I'm hearing from you. It's not a bad thing to question the things that you have been uh, thinking about um, or even taught, and and that is actually very much critical thinking. You know what I mean? It's it's the way to allow yourself um, the chance to grow and learn from what you already know. And then to expound upon that. And I think questioning is um, healthy. And I felt um, personally just through, um, I guess, growing, you know, mainly more, well, no, I'm trying to think of most poignant parts of my life when I started questioning. I think probably right when I graduated from high school, just like, who am I? You know, what do I want to be? What do I want to do? How do I want to live my life? How do I want my, how, if I want to, you know, have a family, how does that supposed to look like? What is that going to look like? I mean, all those questions come about anyways, just because, you know, I'm flying the coop. I'm not going to be in the nest anymore. So I can recall that being a real turning point in my life. And then finding um, the answers as I, just had to really wrestle and really think, okay, what is important to me? And that part of it is me also going away from, I don't know if I want to say going away, but evolving from the things that I was taught and learned as a child from my parents. That's a good thing. Those were great foundations. 
And then I just enhanced on that, expounded on that. At least that's how I felt. But it, but it, it also looked like I was also going away and leaving, which can be very difficult to do because you feel like, am I betraying my mom and dad about the things that they taught me? I don't really want to, let's just say, for instance, <laughs> in the Filipino culture, they expect you to live with them pretty much the rest of your life with them. <laughs> so um, my parents had built on an addition to our house and um from what I understood, and I have to say that because I was pretty, I mean, I was young. I mean, I won't say eight, you were gay. Okay, well, let me back up. When you're 18, you think you know everything. Okay, <laughs> you do, right? I mean, everybody, yeah. you remember that? You think, oh, I'm 18 and I'm like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. And, you know, and it's great because you have ambition, you have ideas, you have, you're adventurous. It's great. But um, I understood from the way my parents, well, when they added on to the house, well, actually, they made it clear. This is for you and your brother to live in. And then you can have your families. Mind you guys that the addition was pretty small, like two bedroom <laughs> and a little room and a bathroom yeah. and a, like a living room area. And I was like, how am I supposed to have a family in here? And my brother is going to have his. I was like really confused and just thought, no, 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 I don't want to live this. I don't want to live here. I mean, and it was no offense to my parents. I mean, I love my parents. There's nothing. I mean, oh, okay. That's going to be a whole nother podcast about our parents, but anyways, maybe, <laughs> but I love my parents and, but their idea of how my life was going to continue on, um, was not my, not the way I wanted to live. And it was probably um, when I started to deviate from that, I started to, um, yeah, just basically, I kind of said, I don't even know if I even said it to her straight up. I just pretty much said, felt like, nope, this is not how our life's going to be. I need to, um, you know, have get my own, own place, get my own place, get, do my own thing, you know, and, and I, she never really expressed anything else, but I think I'm pretty sure that probably was a little heartbreaking because that's just the culture that she grew up in. And, but the thing is, is that them immigrating here, of course, they're going to bring their culture here, but I'm also going to be learning the American culture and trying to blend the two together. It's pretty conflicting as a kid. I, I, I had to try to um, navigate that and I just felt I probably broke her heart or, you know, and, and in that sense, that's what I say. It's like when you have to break away from that, it could maybe potentially hurt others or whatever, but you really have to do and learn for yourself what you feel, your values, your, I don't want to say right and wrong. It's just basically what is um, important to you and what you want to do. I think that's one of the challenges, especially as you have kids, right? Your parents had you and your brother. My parents had eight kids, right? And they have an expectation or they had an expectation for what they and a hope of what we as their children would not only do, but also accomplish and, and become, right? And even we 
kind of have our own expectations for our children. And what I've learned through that experience is that each of us have our own road, right? And having a foundation to build on is really valuable. But even when you have that foundation, you have to figure out how to add on a house or tear off a roof and make a, you know, make a sunroof or whatever and accommodate it to, to your experience. I think a lot of times the reason why people are frustrated in their life with either their children, with themselves, is that they've, they're trying to live an expectation that really isn't theirs. That's not authentic to them. That's not authentic to them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when they start to pursue these avenues that are more authentic to them, it can cause other people going to ask the question, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Why are you not going this way, right? And and I think that's an important lesson that I've learned is that my opportunity as a father, ours as parents, is to teach our kids correct principles that will serve as a guiding light to them, right? And then they get to choose how they're going to adopt, implement, incorporate, or even incorporate different ways of doing things. And it's my opportunity to go along that journey with them to be a counsel when they ask, right? And I think a lot of parents struggle because they see their parent, their kids going a certain way and, you know, they're trying to save them from themselves in some ways. And they kind of curb their, their ability and their desire to go and find the answers for themselves. And, and, and that can be a real challenge, I think, you know, especially as, you know, you're seeing people go in directions that maybe you wouldn't go, but just because th- this journey was right for you doesn't mean that it's the right path for them. And who knows that maybe in the future, those two paths are going to converge. You know, it's just the way you got there and the way I got there are a little bit different because that was a journey that I needed to go through, that you needed to go through, that our kids needed to go through. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the whole thing about, I think, when we're saying if things are right and wrong um, or black and white, it's, I like the fact that you kind of identified it as it's a journey, it's a path, it's a, you know, the direction that you want to go and you might, well, I'll say when you said you might converge, I think that the convergence is the fact that you can accept instead of having expectations of what you want for them, then it's more of an acceptance that they have their own journey. So there is your convergence already. It's not like I'm over here on the left side, they're they're on the right side. And then we're just like um, far, so far apart uh, um, doing their own path is why can't we just walk the path together and be converged the whole way just by accepting, just fully accepting the fact that, Hey, this is their journey. This is how they're going to, this is how they want to live their life. What, what harm, I guess is a question, not for you, just a question out there. Like what harm is that? What harm is that in, uh, I guess to you, 
really it's more of that if, if it's disappointment that that means then that means to me at least if i feel like there's a disappointment then that means i have an expectation i'm disappointed only because i have an expectation if it's um a path that you think is going to lead them to sorrow or something again that's an expectation because you're thinking these these things are going to instead of why don't you just why don't we just like lift them along along the way or all of us. That's that's the whole point, I think, of life in, in the journey is and if, and if we're going to talk about God and um, bring them into this, it's like that's the whole point of life. It's a journey. It's a it's a time to explore, to experience, to discover yourself, discover others, discover. I mean, I don't know. There's a myriad of things I think of like it's like at a crosswalk. OK, we have crosswalks for a reason. Okay. Those are the rules. You're talking about principles. Okay. You're talking about like to teach correct principles. Okay. The correct principle is we are at, um, you know, on a cross, we're walking on a path. There's a crosswalk on the road. We need to use the crosswalk to get across to the other side. Um, it's safe. It's um, predictable pretty much. If somebody doesn't run the red light, we'll be okay kind of thing. And that's perfect. You know, you're going to be safe. You're going to walk across and all that kind of stuff. So that's the principle. Be safe. Walk across the crosswalk. Okay. Get to the other side. Well, guess what? Some cities have crosswalks that are like, I don't know. I've seen them. X's. No, no. I'm talking about like um, a football field down the road. Like you have to go all the way down. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to cross that crosswalk, you have to go all the way down to cross the crosswalk. Well, wouldn't it be easier just to cross right there? You know, just to cross where you're at? I'm just going to cross the road right here. Now, you, mind you, you have oncoming traffic. This is the thing. You've been taught the principle of crosswalks are safe. That's what you should go across. But use your brain and say, oh, there's no cars coming. Okay, I'm not telling you to jaywalk because some places are illegal, but guess what? I grew up in the city and jaywalking, you got to do sometimes because you're not going to get to your destination in time. <laughs> okay. So what I'm trying to say is there are um, principles, guides, rules in place, supposed, supposed to keep you safe. But sometimes you got to use your brain and go, oh, well, there's a kid across. <laughs> now, listen to this. There's a kid across who's about to cross the road by himself. And he's going to get hit. Am I going to wait to go all the way across to the crosswalk to go get the kid on the other side and keep him safe? Am I going to be that dumb? Well, and I'm laughing because I'm thinking about this experience I had in San Francisco one time. Me and this group of people came down from our radio station and we're going to cross, right? And we have a crosswalk and there are cars coming both ways like 35 miles an hour. And the one lady just starts walking out. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, for real? She She's goes, you. well, I have the right of way. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh. But since common sense told you to wait till the car slows that's, and there's a gap. Right. Okay. So, there so that's why I was laughing. No, that's perfect. Actually, that just brings up like another way of explaining. It's like, okay, common sense, right? <laughs> common sense. I'm not going to cross if it's dangerous. But I also have to use my brain to say, okay, that's the rule. 
well, guess what? I'm going to have to break the rule because that little kid is about to get hit. So I'm going to figure out how to get around because I'm older. I'm supposed to be wiser and I should know how to get across to save them somehow, whatever that is. And that's what I mean about black and white. Yes, there are rules. Yes, there are guidelines. Well, actually, there are rules, and I choose to use them as guidelines because it's a principle to help maybe keep you safe or whatever it might be. But you have to realize that life has a lot of turns. Just like I was trying to explain, or you're trying to explain a lady crossing the road. It's like, oh gosh, okay, that's that's ridiculous. Like I, I get it. You got the right away, but now's not yeah, the moment okay. to insist so, on it. So here's the yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, so here's that example of you insist you, your way is the way, right? She's like, I've got the right away. I can do this. I'm a pedestrian. Yeah, we get this. We understand this. We grew up, we lived in the city. Uh, but they think I'm the pedestrian. I can walk right away. Well, okay, but guess what can happen? And so, so you, that's the whole beauty about, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the black and white thinking and then the not so black and white thinking and going, okay, well, I want to do it my way. Okay. Well, that's your way. And there's, uh, I don't want to say, con I guess her consequence is she could get hit, but yeah, I, 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 I think I, I like that imagery, too, because I think a lot of times we get so fixed in our mindset that I have the right way. I know this is the path I should go instead of recognizing that there are situations or scenarios that cause us to to second guess, to go, you know what, I should probably act in a different way, even though this is what I'm used to or what I expect. And I think there's a lot of times we are acting on what we know. But the challenge is, is we often claim to know something by the experience that has brought us to this point. That doesn't mean that we won't in the future discover new things that are going to eclipse the knowledge that we had in the past, enable us to move in a direction that is more productive for our life. Yeah, right. No, that's exactly, <laughs> that is exactly what gray learning or growing in the gray is about, is you just don't know what you think you know, because you really don't know. <laughs> you think you know, but you don't know. Because guess what? There's more to learn. I am always amazed. I am in the fitness, um, health and fitness industry. And 37 years ago, what I did then or what I learned then has evolved and changed to what it is now. And what we, you know, there might be some foundational pieces definitely that are still there. Obviously, there definitely is. But because of, you know, technology, studies, research, whatever, there's more information now. So what you think you knew then, be open to thinking and knowing that there's more out there. Because God didn't make this world so that we could be stagnant. He didn't want us to not be he and she did not want us to be, um, what am I going to say? Like, well, stagnant or damned, basically. It's like, if you're, if you're damned up, you're not going to progress. You know, they didn't want us to not progress. They wanted us to keep going and learning and becoming. And that's, 
I mean, for me, that's a, that's a beautiful, beautiful goal, beautiful objective, beautiful target. I can continue to learn. I love that. And so that's a lot of what we're going to share here. <laughs> you know, one of the thoughts that I had kind of my, one of my final thoughts is I think a lot of times we struggle with this idea and I hinted at it a little bit at the beginning that we challenge a thought that we can't question ourselves. We can't question our beliefs. We can't question what we've known to this point. But just like in your case with the, the fitness industry, questions have led to an enlightenment. Why are people having injuries here? Why, why do, are people having these diseases or these horrible things happen in their life? It provides an opportunity for us to ask the questions, to discover not only about our body, our minds, our capabilities, right? And sometimes those questions force us to break down traditions. They force us to break down our understanding and then rebuild on the things that we've tore down in a way that's shed light on the real core of the problem. And so I think one of the things is, is, is I think about, you know, black and white is embracing the process of discovery break, 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 because there is a principle of broken in life. And I think a lot of times we get frustrated because things don't go the way we expected. But if you think about it, you do not have a plant does not come about until there is a broken ground. And then you plant the seed and you cover it up and then the seed is broken and it bursts forth and the ground is broken once again. And then the plant grows and then it shoots forth and the, and the little buds burst open. And it's this process of continually, continually breaking down that brings new life. It brings new understanding. And if we get so stuck in this is the way it's always been, we diminish our ability to truly learn and grow and expand our understanding. That's beautifully said. <laughs> I love it. I love the, I always love the um, growing of a, from a seed um, and breaking the ground analogy. It just, um, that, that really brings it to the close right now. Okay. We're good. I like it. So we're going to have more discussions about things that we thought we knew and we're learning differently because we just want to be open-minded. I mean, I feel like that phrase is kind of overused. Um, so what's another term for open-mindedness? Discovery-minded. Discovery-minded, which means that you're going to question and questioning is going to lead to enlightenment. Ooh, keep finishing my sentences. I, I like this one. Questioning is going to what? Lead, lead to, to enlightenment. enlightenment. So not that we have all the enlightenment, but we are going to share what we learn and grow with you. Thank you for joining us today. And we will catch you next time. Peace. See ya.